Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Course in Miracles podcast, lesson 73, which we will get to shortly. And if you have been following along, we are, we're just, we're about almost a quarter of the way there. So very, very solid chunk, maybe a, a little under, a little under a quarter, but close enough. Um, so solid fifth, we're solid fifth of the way there. Um, so thanks to every one of you. And if you've been doing these lessons to the best of your, your ability, uh, you may very well have noticed that the Holy Spirit is hijacked your thinking, you know, once or twice or more than that. I was actually on the, uh, was driving on my way from the grocery store from Trader Joe's to, to, to get home so I could do this episode. It was like the last thing I have to do tonight is record this episode for tomorrow. And um, this car just, it just pulled right in front of me out of this left-hand turn lane. It was, apparently it didn't, it, the, the driver decided that he or she didn't want to turn left anymore. And no signal, no nothing. They just crossed the solid line, not even a dotted line out of the left-hand turn lane right in front of me. And I kid you not, it just, this thought just came into my head. Holding grievances is, a, is an attack on God's plan for salvation. It's like, I was like, whoa, whoa, Holy Spirit. Thank you for that. And again, you don't need to commit too much time to this stuff. I just did my 10 minutes before, before I went to the grocery store. I did my, my 10 minutes on yesterday's lesson. Holding grievances is an attack on God's plan for salvation. And voila, it worked. So we are claiming or we are going for spiritual progress, never spiritual perfection. And that's a beautiful thing. Going just, just committing to making spiritual progress grants you or gives you a certain level of freedom to make mistakes and to be human, etc. I was actually at the coffee shop today and I started thinking about this. I just started thinking about all the horrible things I've done, you know, like all of the all of the ways that I've been less than perfect. And I was there was this situation with a yoga studio for a few years ago that went down. It was very hurtful. It was very, it was very, um, it was very trying. It was actually the reason I, that, that situation brought me uh, to a head. I was teaching yoga and all this sort of dramatic stuff kind of went down and it was just very, it was, it was very bad, right? And I, I became suicidal as the result and I was, I was going to, I, I was getting to the point where it was like, okay, life hadn't been going very well anyway, but it was sort of like this situation brought the whole thing to a head. And there was this point where it was like, or where I was like, okay, so are, are you just going to think about doing it or are you going to do it? Because you've been thinking about doing it for a while. Maybe you should just actually do it. And it's a really interesting thing when that happens because you're like, it's almost like this thing that you were just thinking about becomes a definite choice or an, a real option. And you're like, it, it's just very odd arriving at that point. And so instead of killing myself, which is a good thing, I'm glad I didn't, I went and stayed at a friend of mine's house out in Joshua Tree out in the desert. And I, I texted her, I called her, and it turned out she needed a house sitter. She was going out of town, so I offered to watch her place, and I'm on my way out the door. I believe this is 
mid-2018, maybe early 19, 2019, I'm about to leave and I look up and there is the Course in Miracles book. Like I just noticed it on my bookshelf. Now I hadn't read it in, I hadn't touched the Course in Miracles in, I want at, at the a minimum two years, maybe more, maybe three years, maybe even a little bit longer than that. And for whatever reason, the book jumped out at me. So I grabbed it and I took it out to the desert. And I don't know if you've ever been to Joshua Tree in California, but it is a trippy, 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 mystical, beautiful, wonderful, just cosmic sort of a place. Apparently there are a lot of UFO sightings out there. And I was actually staying in Landers, which is just outside of Joshua Tree. But it's just really amazing out there for so many different reasons. And uh, so it's just me and the Course in Miracles book, and I'm just sitting on a couch in this house, which is the house itself is just, it's just on the top of a hill, and it's just really super cool place, very spiritual energy, a lot of spiritual juju flowing through it. And I just started flipping through the book. And then I started flipping through YouTube videos, and I landed on the video How to Manifest by Marianne Williamson, and I watched that. And I've included that in the show notes at some point along the way, I believe. But... Um, I had this profound awakening. And as the result of what happened in the desert, I completely rebuilt my life spiritually from that sort of the ashes that I had um, burnt it down to. And that was when I really discovered the truly miraculous power of a course in miracles. And then as a result of that, my recovery program got better. And, you know, as they say, got man's calamity is God's opportunity. And I, it was his opportunity. And now here we are. Point being, um, my, my initial point or my original point was that I was beating myself up over that situation uh, earlier today. And I mean, just, just, you know, like all I was doing was following the dictates of my ego. I did what the ego was telling me to do. I, I, what I thought I was, whatever was happening in that situation at the time, I thought was the right thing to do. And I certainly didn't do anything that was mean spirited. And I didn't do anything that was even really shady. You know, it was just, I was just being a human being. And this is what happens as human beings. You get human being in the world, human being goes out of the world, mingles and mixes and gets into community with other human beings. And then very often things happen, you know, as the result of interactions. And the atonement principle, this Course in Miracles atonement stuff basically says that we are God intentionally or people show up in our experience and are in, in a lot of ways our only reason for having them in our experience is so that we can forgive, so that we can get closer to God. Marianne Williamson has this great talk where she, she says, perhaps the Holy Spirit wants you to become enlightened faster. So the Holy Spirit is putting someone into your immediate experience who drives you insane so that you can overcome uh, your hatred for them so that you can get that much closer to God as a result of forgiving someone who you cannot stand. And that's a really beautiful way to think about it. I've heard that there are other planets in the universe where you don't, there's no growth. It's just all comfortable and nice and wonderful and there aren't any challenges and there isn't any money and everybody's just, everything's just hunky-dory. 
and people come to planet Earth to grow and to, I think they live for like hundreds of years or longer in these utopian planets, but people come to, to planet Earth to, to put in work. So congratulations to you for being in this planet and for putting in work and for tuning into 73 episodes now. All that being said, I am going to begin with Lesson 73, I Will There Be Light. Today we are considering the will you share with God. This is not the same as the eagle's ego's idle wishes out of which darkness and nothingness arise. The will you share with God has all the power of creation in it. The ego's idle wishes are unshared and therefore have no power at all. So nothing unreal nothing real can be threatened. Nothing unreal exists. Herein lies the peace of God. That's a passage from the very beginning of the text. Idle wishes are grievances and partners or co-makers in picturing the world you see. The wishes of the ego gave rise to it and the ego's need for grievances, which are necessary to maintain it, peoples it with figures that seem to attack you and call for quote-unquote righteous judgment. These figures become the middleman the ego employs to traffic in grievances. They stand between your awareness and your brother's reality. Beholding them, you do not know your brothers or yourself. So when you're beholding a grievance, when you're being grievance-ridden, you do not know your brothers or yourself. You're completely disconnected from God, completely disconnected from source. Your will is lost to you in this strange bartering in which guilt is traded back and forth and grievances increase with each exchange. And that's sort of like, you said this. No, I didn't. You said that. No, I didn't. You said this. No, I didn't. You know, and it just escalates, escalates until very often people die as the result of these sorts of things, like, almost like the Hatfields and McCoys. Can such a world have been created by the will the Son of God shares with his Father? Did God create disaster for his Son? Creation is the will of both together. Would God create a world that kills himself? Today we will try once more to reach the world that is in accordance with your will. The light is in it because it does not the opposite. The light is in it because it does not oppose the will of God. It is not heaven, but the light of heaven shines on it. Darkness has vanished. The ego's idle wishes have been withdrawn. Yet the light that shines upon this world reflects your will, and so it must be in you that we will look for it. Your picture of the world can only mirror what is within. The source of neither light nor darkness can be found without. Grievances darken your mind and you look out on a darkened world. Forgiveness lifts the darkness, reasserts your will, and lets you look upon a world of light. We have repeatedly emphasized that the barrier of grievances is easily passed and cannot, cannot stand between you and your salvation. The reason is very simple. Do you really want to be in hell? Do you really want to weep and suffer and die? Forget the, arguments, forget the ego's arguments which seek to prove all this is really heaven. You know it is not so. 
You cannot want this for yourself. There is a point beyond which illusions cannot go. Suffering is not happiness, and it is happiness you really want. Such is your will in truth, and so salvation is your will as well. You want to succeed in what we are trying to do today. We undertake it with your blessing and your glad accord. We will succeed today if you remember that you want salvation for yourself. You want to accept God's plan because you share in it. You have no will that can really oppose it, and you do not want to do so. Salvation is for you. Above all else, you want the freedom to remember who you really are. Today it is the ego that stands powerless before your will. Your will is free, and nothing can prevail against it. Therefore, we undertake the exercises for today in happy confidence, certain that we will find what it is you, your will to find and remember what it is your will to remember. No idle wishes can detain us, nor deceive us with an illusion of strength. Today, let your will be done and end forever the insane belief that it is hell in place of heaven that you choose. So, you know, an example of that would be like thinking hell is heaven or thinking that you're choosing hell and thinking that it's heaven or choosing hell in place of heaven um, would be, you know, I used to think that I used to think that I would spend the rest of my days drinking in bars. I thought that bars were the coolest thing ever. I thought that there was a certain level of honesty that existed in the bar and that there was this beautiful drunken camaraderie that happened in the bar and that the bartenders were the angels, you know, dispensing our spirits, you know, dispensing our, the drinks that lifted our spirits to God. I really thought that. That's choosing hell in place of heaven, right? So that was, that, that's like as good as it gets. A good night of drinking at the bar is like the ego's idea of heaven, basically, you know, literally and perhaps met metaphorically and perhaps literally or whatever. You get what I'm saying? We will begin our longer practice periods with the recognition that God's plan for salvation and only his is wholly in accord with your will. It is not the purpose of an alien power thrust upon you unwillingly. Unwillingly, It is the one purpose here on which you and your father are in perfect accord. You will succeed today, the time appointed for the release of the Son of God from hell and from all idle wishes. His will is now restored to his awareness. He is willing this very day to look upon the light in him and be saved. After reminding yourself of this, determining to keep your will clearly in mind, tell yourself with gentle firmness and quiet certainty, I will there be light. Let me behold that reflects God's will and mind and mine. Then let your will assert itself, joined with the power of God and, can, and united with yourself. Put the rest of the practice period under their guidance. Join with them as they lead the way. So that is your, the, the, the I had to look up there, I had to think about, put the rest of, of the practice period under their guidance. Join them as they lead the way. And their guidance is capitalized and join with them 
as they lead the way. Them and they are actually capitalized. Um, so that is the, the will, the power of God, which is united with yourself, self with a capital S. There's a lot of small S and large S self in Course in Miracles stuff, and the small S would be like the self of the ego, and the large F would be, large S would be like the self uh, used to, the, the, the self that we would use to describe you as you and your spirit relate to God. In the shorter practice periods, again, make a declaration of what you really want. Say, I will there be light. Darkness is not my will. This should be repeated several times an hour. It is most important, however, to apply today's idea in this form immediately. You are tempted to hold a grievance of any kind. This will help you let your grievances go instead of cherishing them and hiding them in darkness. So, you know, just the same old standard examples like I'm, I'm going to use again. Person cuts you off in traffic, traffic and you are wishing hellfire upon them. I will there be light. Darkness is not my will. It's almost like the, the Holy Spirit's re-education camp. I will there be light. Darkness is not my will. You say that regarding the per person in front of you at the grocery store checkout line with all of the coupons. Or I will there be light. Darkness is not my will to your uh, spouse or boyfriend or girlfriend who you are in an argument and who you are cursing, right? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I will there be light. Darkness is not my will. And keep doing this stuff. You know, you're going to settle in 10 minutes in the morning, 10 minutes later in the day. You're going to contemplate the lesson. Then you're going to apply it in the form that it tells you to apply it in the italicized section. And you're just going to will that there be light. And then you are going to see if you're doing it properly and to the best of your ability, that the Holy Spirit's thinking, the thinking of the Holy Spirit will in fact begin to populate your consciousness with its thinking as opposed to the thinking of the ego. I think I've mentioned this before, but the outro music here is by Tom Kenyon, who is a really amazing tripped out energy sound healer. So I want to give him credit. I don't know if I'm technically allowed to use it, but I want to sing his praises, the praises of Tom, Tom Kenyon uh, for his beautiful contribution to this world. Just go to tomkenyon.com and he's got a bunch of cool free stuff you can download and then everything else is reasonably priced. But he's just another one of those beautiful warriors of light out here doing his work in this three-dimensional time-space reality that we all find ourselves existing with inside of. Course in Miracles, Lesson 73, I Will There Be Light. Have a great day. Bye-bye.